Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I'm Lynn Freeman, and here we draw on my conversations with experts on Nine to Noon to help you navigate family life. Putting a stop to cyberbullying in schools by banning social media at home. An intermediate in Auckland is asking parents to keep their kids off Facebook after school hours to stop inappropriate digital behaviour. Students are forbidden to go on social media while at school, and filters have been put in place to stop anyone trying to circumvent the rules. Wade Gillooly is chairman of Kofi Intermediate Schools Board of Trustees. He joins me from our Auckland studio. Hi, Wade. Morena. What led your school's board to thinking along these lines? First of all, addressing social media access in school and now in homes. Well, it's just become such a pervasive part of our lives, both at school, at home, in our workplace, and we actually found at school that the children, well, well over 60% of the children we surveyed, the children in fact, uh, were on social media at um, you know, a crucial adolescent age at intermediate. And, and those uh, that age is, is between you know, 11 and 13. And uh, what we, you know, we all know is that uh, there are legal age limits with, uh, in place with respect to social media. So we found that um, children weren't really... Um, complying with the, with those age limits, and uh, it was becoming more and more pervasive uh, in the in, in the school environment and also at home. How do you define inappropriate digital behaviour? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Uh, I think you know we, 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 you opened with the, the notion of cyberbullying. I think that's real. Uh, I think uh, it it needs to be recognised that young adolescents don't really think about the consequences of their action at this stage and age uh, of their lives. And, you know, there's a lot of research that says that, you know, your, your brain isn't fully developed until your mid to late 20s and, and you're living in the moment, you're living now, and you don't actually understand the real consequence of, uh, uh, of social pressure and uh, some of the things get, that get posted online. Well, what examples can you give us of online bullying that you've been made aware of? Well, no, I just think back to, uh, you know, uh, the, the notion of sexting, uh, the Roastbusters case in New Zealand that was, um, you know, a, a massive um, issue. And, you know, I, I think um, with respect to, to our school, uh, we, we didn't see bullying uh, as, as, as pervasive as such. We could just see that there were one or two incidents that were being brought into the, the school environment uh, where the school had to step in and negotiate with the parents, the students' concerned around their behaviour, uh, which was clearly unacceptable. And, you know, what that meant for us was it meant uh, tying up teachers' valuable time. Uh, it meant that we ended up being the policemen at school, and or the teachers, rather. And it meant that um, the parents were deferring to the school. When you started to look at what the school could do within the school hours uh, and made that decision on social media access. What response did you get from the students and parents? So we put in place a, we've had this 
program in place for three years now where we have an off-at-the-gate policy, um, and so that's been in place. What we decided to do and enforce this year was a code, if you like, a contract that was signed by parents and their um, their their um, you know, sons and daughters that was a voluntary code that says we will stay off social media uh, at home uh, to support the school initiative at school. And um, so to answer your question, we had uh, we, we've got an 86% uh, positive response rate. So 86% of the parent community have signed these contracts with their children. What arguments, or did you hear arguments from the remaining, what, 14%, maths was never my strong suit at school, <laughs> of, of parents who haven't signed up? Yeah, so um, I think the positive side of, of the people that, that declined to sign the contract was that people, or the parents rather, were going to put a, put their own controls in place at home. And that was quite pleasing to hear. So they they would they said, no, I'm not going to sign up to this policy, but in asterisks, I'm going to put uh, my own controls in place uh, at home. And, uh, and I think that's good, good, good enough. You know, I think that's really positive. Intermediate age children can put forward a, a cogent and persuasive argument. Have you heard at all from the children themselves with arguments against what's happened? Well, I've got my own children, of course, that attend, have attended the school and, and are attending the school, so uh, they've been very uh, vocal. Uh, but, um, look, they, they actually, the conversations we have at home are around social media, uh, firstly, it's stimulated the conversation around the dinner table, which has been really positive, um, and we've we've talked about broader issues around um, not just the, the social media use at home, but screen time. You know, so how much screen time should we really be giving the children at home beyond just the social media on the phone? It's computers, it's it's everything else. And, you know, there was a recent report uh, in the UK on the front page of the Times where uh, the children, the commissioner, the children's commissioner was, 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 came out and said, well, you know, these children, these young adolescent children are spending over 20 hours a week on screens. And we don't know what the long-term impacts of that is or is going to be. Well, you mentioned the UK and you've uh, drawn our attention to a story just out in the last few weeks in The Times saying that uh, ministers are looking at drawing up cut-off laws to reduce usage. So teenagers face being cut off from social media sites mm. after a few hours browsing. And these are under proposals being drawn up at the mm. moment. Mm. Uh, what do you feel about that? I mean, you can control or try to control within your school and the parents um, at the, of children at the school. But what about this broader picture? Would you like to see something like this come in? I don't know if I'd rather... I don't think we need government intervention to, to limit... Um, you know, I think that that's sort of bordering on, you know, George Orwell, 1984. I think we are cognizant of the fact that our children have phones they will be on social media from the ages of 14 onwards. We need to educate them at school about the use of um, social media, some of the pitfalls, and just educate them around that. While they're at intermediate, we're saying, let's stay off it, okay? We want to stay off it because we want to have real conversations. We want uh, real play. We want real activity. We don't want a, a virtual world. Um, we want children to... Um, have those real conversations in the in the playground, and we want them to have those real conversations at home. Um, so, look, um, I, I'm, I'm against government intervention here, but I think um, schools and uh, parents need to take a little bit more responsibility. 
Um, my personal view uh, is that we're reaching peak social media. I think we're coming around full circle and uh, I'm predicting next year will be the, the year of the pencil. We're going to go back and rediscover how to, how to draw and write stories and, uh, and uh, I think that's going to be really tactile and, and yeah, I, don't, I don't see um, the need for any, any major government intervention here. I wonder, though, by bringing in this kind of uh, ban, if you like, that there is a risk that you're leaving these young people unprepared for dealing with full exposure to social media once they leave intermediate and get to high school, you know, the the big bad world. Somewhere Mm. along the line, there also has to be education or or something along those lines, doesn't there? Some kind Mm. of understanding of what it's like. Otherwise, it's it's going to overwhelm them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so we've been really careful over the last three years to put in place um, some good education in, in the classroom. Um, our, our ICT director at school, Tom McIntosh, is is fantastic, and his um, you know his approach to um, bringing um, guidelines and, and um, education into the classrooms around social media. So we're taking um, a proactive stance on that and, and teaching our kids what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Uh, use of social media and so we think we are preparing them for when they get to high school and 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 will be on social media we're we're, we're realistic we know that they will be and uh, we want them to be prepared so we are putting um you know education uh, in place to to help support that what brands if you like of social media are you most concerned about certainly there seems to be a migration away from Facebook, even before the current Delete Facebook campaign, mm, mm. to others like Instagram that just have more of an appeal, I think, to young people. Yeah, so my, my 14-year-old is on, on uh, Instagram. And um, so, uh, you know, um, I, I have an Instagram account and um, really just to keep up with her and, and share, you know, a few, you know, conversations and, and, and photos. But it's, it's real. Instagram is the big, the big one. Um, Snapchat. Uh, is another. Um, it's I think for the youngies, you know, the young adolescents, Facebook is is less of a an issue. Um, yeah, it's more more Instagram and Snapchat and, and a few of these other um, group sites where you can have group conversations, and those are the dangerous ones because they can set up anonymous accounts, and that's when the cyberbullying can creep in. Do you ever have parents asking the school to sort out? unpleasant social media incidents? Yes, we have done in the past, and, and I guess that's going back to my point before. It's, you know, our job, you know, as teachers and parents on the, on the, as a trustee on the school is to make sure that we've got the well-being of our kids at the forefront of, um, you know, our focus at school. And social media is creeping into that uh, and, and has become a real risk, a pressure valve for um issues to come to school and I guess the other important point is you know we're there our teachers are there to, to teach and and not be the counsellors uh, supporting issues that could well be controlled at home with protocols and guidelines in place um, at home so look we the, these are the reasons why we've taken the stance we've gone you know proactive in this and, and said parents can you please bring your children together, have a conversation at the dinner table, and then, you know, if you think it's right, sign this contract, and let's go social media free for the next two years at Intermediate. And during that time, we'll work with you to uh, educate your 
child about some of the pitfalls and, and some of the good things about social media um, as well. See, the thing with young people is they're super smart. So if you've got filters, they can maybe work around filters. They're so you know, digitally savvy these they days. Are. are you finding that they're finding ways around the systems you've put in place? All the time. All the time. <laughs> All the time. And... Uh, you know, look, uh, to be fair, um, as a parent myself, I'm learning a lot through the eyes and actions of my children, and uh, I'm embracing that. You know, um, I don't have a Facebook account, uh, but I do have an Instagram account, and, uh, you know, just sharing some holiday photos on Instagram, you know, with with uh, my daughter or, you know, is, 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 is that's pleasing. You know, it's, it's a good thing to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, they are very, very savvy. And uh, I shudder to think, um, you know, where where that's going to go in terms of the new digital world. Um, I am concerned about the whole privacy um, issues that have certainly come up, and you've just talked about that with Facebook. Uh, it's a real concern. So um, in my view, less is more. Thank you so much for your time. Wade Galuli, Chairman of Kofi Intermediate Schools Board of Trustees. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 